Welcome to Nirvana Lifestyle Network and Living by Design. I am so happy to be back again and to just share more knowledge and information and thought-provoking and inspirational messages designed to teach you how to heal yourself. Today's lesson is the best life is the examined life. And I'm taking this lesson from some literature that I had read some time ago in which I really, really value and love the message about the process of how we examine our life and the process in which we experience life in order for us to get to that wholeness or fulfillment that we are seeking. So I'm going to just share some of this information with you and hope that you really take some notes because this piece of information is so dynamic. And I've never asked you to take notes before, but I think you want to capture this one. It is the best life is the examined life. The best life is the examined life. So when we talk about life, when we're talking about when we come here to this planet, to this place called earth, you know, this this place where Yahweh God has created for us to land here and to begin to uh, live our life. And we come in as a baby and we're trying to figure everything out because we don't come into this atmosphere already knowing what to do with ourselves, what to do with the environment, what to do with the people around us, what to do with um, other uh, uh, experiences, you know, that we that we face and encounter as we grow older. So I want to really lay the the formula, the formula of our movement as human beings in terms of really understanding how to examine our life. The first thing that, you know, when we come into the atmosphere and we uh, start growing up from a baby and we want to start using our own ability of our cognitive skills, we are trying to figure out life. What do I want to do? How am I going to do it? What's out here? What can I tap into? What are other people doing? We have all these thoughts in our mind. But what we don't really realize in the beginning of our life is that life is an experimentation. The first thing that you encounter as a human being is experimenting with life. Before you can even get an experience, you must experiment with life because you know nothing about it. You don't know what it holds for you. You are not clear about how to use life. You're not clear about all of the resources and the access that you have, both in the physical realm, the material realm, as well as in the invisible realm. Because we are indivincible beings before we come here and we take on this flesh suit and we begin to start operating from a much more dense or matter position here on earth where we want to attain things that are included within the atmosphere called earth. 
So we must test it. That's what Adam and Eve did. They tested it. They, te- you know, I don't believe in the story of the apple, the pear, the fig, whatever you want to call it. I do not believe in that story. However, for those of you who believe in the story, they tested the fruit. They experimented. Eve experimented with something. And then she shared the experiment with Adam and Adam experimented with it and then they had another experiment and that is because out of that experiment with the adversary they had an experience because they tested something and when you have an experience in something you become the subject to that thing you are now the subject of it you are the cause You are the topic. (laughs) You are the question and the issue. So when we become the subject of something, then we're going to find out whether or not it works for us. And that's what the first uh, topic is, is about experimenting with life. When we experiment with life, It is a test and it is a discovery. We search for both within and without of ourselves to see what it is about. To see what life is. What it is made of. How to use it. How can I What can I get from it? What chances or risks can I take and still be okay? Finding its worth, distractions we have built around ourselves. All of life is an experiment. Experimenting with life is out of curiosity to see and discover how we should be or live. It shows us the outcome of living a life that is closely related to our personal beliefs, our personal philosophy and values. Experimenting with life helps us to remove the bestowal of society, defining who I am and who am I. Why do we take so much time in our lives to experiment with business ideas, how to get rich, build wealth, and market the world. And do not spend time in experimenting with our own life to discover who we are. What are we experimenting with in our life? What are we seeking to attain from the journey? Your walk here on earth. What is your epitaph at the end of your life? That is what we have to define in the beginning. And then we have the experience after we have had all these experimentations of bumping into the wall, falling down, getting up, elevating, transforming, transcending, After we've experimented with all these things, then we 
find and retrieve the value of the experience. Experiencing life is being subject to it. When you experience life, you are subject to it. You are the topic of discussion. When you are subject to something, you are exposed to it. You can put yourself in danger. Or you can put yourself in safekeeping. We allow ourselves to be exposed to or experience risks and dangers along the way when we are experiencing a situation that we that is resulted from the experimentation. You see, the experience is the outcome of the experimentation. Here's where you gain your evidence-based values. The measurement of your story. We experience those things we experiment with, tested it to see the evidence of the results. Experimenting life shapes our character, our values. our behaviors while transforming our personal growth and our development. Within our experiencing of life, we must learn and develop skills to help us get the most out of life. You see, that's why we have to be the subject matter in the experimentation in order for it to work in order for us to know what the outcome is, for order for us to know what the probability of the equation is. Showing us how to plan our life, how to shape and direct our abilities in order to function within this world and for ourselves through the science of experimentations concerning our social abilities, our daily life must have several arrangements that will give shape and value to our cognitive abilities, such as how will we communicate, make decisions, solve problems, think both creatively and crit critically, self-awareness and empathy, assertiveness and self-control. We will experience each of these to help us better understand the foundation of who we are, who, are, who we are becoming who we are creating ourselves to be. But the question is, how are we managing our experiments? And what are they causing within us? Are they useful? These experiments that we are enjoying, planning, wrecking, are they useful? And what is the evidence of growth and development from 
the experiences. What is it showing us? Am I growing? Am I still standing in the same place at the same time like last year? A life experience is an experience that changes an individual. Life experiences can be found in both failures and successes, positive and negatives, but is seldom a passive experience. My experiences are usually associated with hardships, problems, risk-taking, efforts, and stretch our life to improve our character, talents, and knowledge. Life brings us so many life experiences until we recognize the life lesson to be learned resulting from the experience. You see, we're going to continuously repeat the life lesson over and over and over again until we learn the results from the experience. Let's take a look at a few life lessons we are to experiment within our personal growth. Career changes, business failure, conflict, dealing with difficult people, failed investments, forgiveness, mistakes and failures, personal sacrifice, rejection, sickness and pain, risk-taking, overcoming fear, natural disasters, dealing with uncertainty, just to name a few. These experiences are a part of what is considered to be our personal growth plane. Our experiences in life will cause us to become introspective concerning the things we are experimenting with in life, such as our intentions our quality of life, our esteem and self-worth, our philosophies and idealisms in which to navigate our life. What are we looking at when we see ourselves? Becomes our question. So we must first get this under control before we can even begin to move into that place of being able to say, let there be change. Mastery cannot come forth in our life until we are able to create change. Proficiency, measuring your sustainability while creating value through change through proficiency, through knowledge, through expertise or understanding or attainment. Our ability to become the expert reigning our life. I am the expert of my life as it relates to the experiences that I have encountered. 
It is through my comprehensiveness of myself that helps me to understand if I have gained mastery in managing my life. Have I sustained my life? Have I maintained or continue or support or prolong or steady or remit? Am I persistent, relentless, unbroken, unfaltering? Am I lasting? Am I uninterrupted? Am I enduring? Am I abiding? Am I solid? Am I consistent? This is where your mastery of the experiences that you had will take you. Sustainability is validity. It is the soundness and the power and the strength and the foundation and the effectiveness of you. Have you created that? Is your life viable? Productive? Useful? Having worth, value, authority? Sufficient. Power. Soundness. Mastery is our learned experience on managing sustained change. Mastery is our learned experience on managing sustained change. When we get to that place in our life where we are able to be constant and continuous in our own expertise for our life. And then there is our spiritual fulfillment, our wholeness. We're all trying to seek fulfillment and wholeness at the end, that fourth step, that fourth quarter in life. That fourth quarter in life is our wholeness and our spiritual fulfillment. Well, we've gone through the walk, the struggles, the turbulence. We've become the subject matter. We tried all kind of things that failed and were successful. We were in sorrow. We felt joy. We walked through the journey, the road, the pathway, the twists and turns. But by the time, and we've mastered some things and we have not mastered some things, but by the time, by the time we reach that fourth quarter in our life, we want to feel fulfillment. We want to feel wholeness in our life. That is our destiny. It is our heritage. It's the course of life that is more than a potential. It is a given. 
Spiritual fulfillment or wholeness in your life will take place if we dance to the right song, to the right tune. However, you may not experience the completion of your spiritual fulfillment in your life. It's something that works on an eternal level. It's about you are making the choices, allowing yourself to claim spiritual fulfillment and to live according to what that is right for you. Not what the world says that you need to be doing. Not living by the external uh, uh, signs or emotions or the messages that the world is delivering you. It's not about trending every week. It's not about influencing everybody else. It's about how you have influenced your life for yourself. And have you obtained, sustained, and managed your life accordingly to what you were supposed to do. Spiritual fulfillment means the realization of your true self. You come into that fulfillment, that that place of just letting go because you know who you are. You don't have to wear the weights of the world anymore. You can't realize that just through your mind or anything that this world can bring to you. That realization is an inner experience in which you know that you are not just enough, but you are always more than enough. You have reached that fulfillment of feeling enough. That means there's nothing that exists or is in your life that can ever stop you from your spiritual fulfillment or wholeness. You have reached and touched the pinnacle. Spiritual fulfillment is a knowing that you are overcomers. All things that could ever challenge you. You've overcome it through the experience because you did enough experimentations to find out what was right for you, what was wrong for you, what fit for you, what didn't fit for you, where you what direction you're supposed to go in, what direction you're not supposed to go in. That's the beauty of the experimentation because you're testing and discovering so that you know through the experience what works for you. And then you master that thing that is good. You become proficient in it and you continuously use it over and over again because it works. It's not something that we can fully speak to in this world. We can't show it to you. Hold it up to you and say, here is my spiritual Fulfillment is something that I already know inside of me. And 
I know that I am enough. And you know enough about it so that you can experience that soul transcendence, that elevation. You've passed being transformed. Now you are reaching to a wholeness in the soul. You are reaching to that divine ex existence within your soul. You are reaching for that greatness and that perfection that is in the soul. It is nothing the world can give you. Cannot hand it to you on a silver platter. You must have that before you close your eyes. If you are seeking spiritual fulfillment. So what is it that we seek when we are on our spiritual journey? What is that thing we are looking for out of life? Because the only thing that we can take with us is the development of our growth in the soul. Everything else we leave behind. Heck, we even leave the body behind. But the soul is eternal. It is the soul that needs to have the experiment and the experience and the mastery and the fulfillment, the wholeness, in order to move on to its next experience when we leave this plane and atmosphere. So that we have propelled ourselves enough that we can move forward. Because life is eternal. The human body is temporal. So would you want something that you couldn't have? No. That would be pure torture. That would be hell. So if you want spiritual fulfillment, if you want soul transcendence, then it is yours to have. It's just a matter of you choosing that to what is already yours and prepared yourself for. It is prepared spiritually. In some ways, what that means is that you release yourself from your lower nature, from your lower nature of the world, the earthly material existence of you, the one that needs to be attached to everything and everybody. You let that go so that it no longer has an importance or attachment that it once had because you can't take it with you when you close your eyes. You will leave it behind. It's easier for us to prepare to leave it behind than to go into shock in our death process knowing that we can no longer return to it. You see, we don't know when we're going to go through that portal. But the first thing we think about is, I won't return to my house. I won't return to my family. We came into this atmosphere without it and we will leave without it. And that is so, that's why it's so important for us to have a way to relate to spiritual fulfillment 
because it's like a merry-go-round that has a brass ring. Even though you may not see the brass ring, you reach for it anyway. Maybe by just reaching for it, it will suddenly appear and you'll have an opportunity to get your way. So have the faith that your spiritual fulfillment is there for you. It is for you to enjoy. It is that aha. Even though you may not see it or consciously know it yet. When any of us manage to realize that we are not from this world, but only visitors here to work out what we need to experience and learn, then the perfection of spirit appears. It illuminates our understanding and profound appreciation for the ways and timing in which spirit works in. By asking for your spiritual fulfillment, you're exercising into the truth of your being. It is a valuable experience. I'm sorry, a valuable exercise and a joyful one. But it requires our patience. It requires being kind. It requires being happy. Seek Spirit's loving embrace, which at once consoles, heals, and delivers what you seek as your spiritual fulfillment. Your spiritual wellness is being connected to something greater than yourself. And having a set of values and principles and morals and beliefs that provide a sense of purpose and meaning to life. Then, using those principles to guide your actions towards the unfoldment of your wholeness, of your fulfillment. That is living the best life. That is mastering the best life. That is the best life examined. I hope that you have enjoyed this lesson and that, again, we are here to help you just engage in thought-provoking, inspirational messages that will make you say, mm, never thought about it like that before, <laughs> okay? And just embracing change because it's so important for us to embrace change and let Create space for new ways of thinking. Create space so that newness can come into you. Take a look at the things that you have experimented with in life that have caused some of the experiences that you have had in life. You're not a victim. 
We all open the door to our experimentations. We open the door of the outside world and we let the outside world come in. And then we begin to taste the fruit. Bite the apple, the fig, the pear, the wild nuts, the pecans, the celery juice. Whatever it is that we are consuming, we invite it into our atmosphere, into our environment, into our life. So what are we taking in? Because it is through those things that we are testing. Oh, I think that he's a great catch. All I have to do is just, oh, smooth out his rough edges and he'll be doable. And then when it doesn't work out, we blame and find fault in one another. And so the experience is that it didn't work out in all the things that followed behind what you experimented with, what you tested, what you decide to discover. Your curiosity. So I hope you again you have enjoyed this lesson. This is Empress Q and I am just so excited. I'm trying to get back on track <laughs> with my normal schedule. Um, just, you know, life, living life. What can I say? But at least I am trying to get back to that place where I, even in my own self, am practicing what I teach. Because I must be the example of what I teach other people. And as I always say, if I don't do it or take care of it in my own life, don't listen to me. Do not listen to me. Because I must be the reflection of what comes out of my mouth. And it has taken many, many years of my life to learn many, many things in order to be able to be a spiritual teacher, a spiritual coach, a sensei. Have a great morning, evening, or afternoon, wherever you may be. Know that I love you, I appreciate you, and I so much value that you are a part of the Nirvana Lifestyle Network, the Conscious Acts of Change, the Living by Design platform. See you soon. Follow the path from within. Shalom.